It's another day. I'm another John, and this is another note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled Nothing in Return. Our scripture reference today is John chapter 1, verses 10 through 18. As always, may the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of His Holy Word. He was in the world, and the world came into being through Him. Yet the world did not know Him. He came to what was His own, and His own people did not accept Him. But to all who received Him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks ahead of me because he was before me. From his fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. The law indeed was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only son who is close to the father's heart, who has made him known. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. I've been contemplating something I heard not too long ago. Granted, it was a soundbite. Basing judgments on short clips can be careless, but what I heard and read fits a larger pattern we've talked a lot about. I won't mention who was speaking. If it's that important to you, use Google. In this moment, who said what doesn't matter all that much. It's what was said we should reflect on. As much as I cringed when I first heard this statement, I was grateful someone was finally honest. Speaking to a crowd of people who profess a faith in Jesus, this was said. We've turned the other cheek, and I understand sort of the biblical reference, I understand the mentality, but it's gotten us nothing. Now, this way of thinking is not new. I imagine many people have scoffed at the ways of Jesus. People mocked his power as he hung on the cross. They told him to save himself. After all, if you have the power, shouldn't you be using it for yourself? Or could the people not sense how he was using his power? We misunderstood the nature of God's power and wisdom then. It's quite apparent we still don't always grasp what it means to walk in the way of Christ today. It's hard for us to not think in transactional terms. We've had more practice being consumers than disciples. If we give something, we tend to expect something in return. If we do something, shouldn't acknowledgement follow? When it comes to this, chances are many of us will think more of ourselves than is true, 
We might say that we don't need any recognition or expect any form of appreciation, but think on more of your past experiences and see if that fully holds up. My revelation came at the doorway. I'm a door holder. I don't know when that happened, but I can't help it. It used to bother me that a whole line of people could walk through and not say a word to me. People don't even make eye contact. I know I'm not invisible or hard to miss. What was my problem? I expected a gesture of gratitude in return, a nod or a simple thank you. Now, that's a small example, but it can help us think about what we expect from God. In the parable Jesus told in Matthew 25, those who served weren't looking for anything in return. They just did what needed to be done. They spent their own money. They shared their own resources. They used the time God gave them to help someone else. It wasn't until later they discovered that what they did mattered to the king. Likewise, our faith in God has to go beyond mere transaction. God's economy works differently. If following the way of Jesus doesn't get you what you want, what does that say about your desires? Now, there is a line, of course. God hears our cries for help and deliverance. But if we do with the expectation that something we want is supposed to follow, we're using God. That's taking the name of the Lord in vain. And this is part of the difficulty we discover in our discipleship. Jesus said he is the way, the truth, and the life. We say we believe him. Well, how much? Enough to follow his way, even if things don't work out your way? If all you got from being a disciple of Jesus was eternal life, would you be satisfied? Is knowing his grace and truth enough. Stay blessed. Thanks for always supporting Another Note. This is our daily devotional. I'll keep writing and recording as long as you keep listening and we keep growing. If you ever find Another Note on iTunes or anywhere else podcasts are available, make sure to leave a review so others can join us. The easiest way to connect with me is online at anotherjohn.com. God be with you.